So how do you attract new business so you constantly don't have to chase it? Hi, I'm Mike Cuevas, the Real Estate Marketing Dude, and this podcast is all about building a strong personal brand people have come to know, like, trust, and most importantly, refer. But remember, it is not their job to remember what you do for a living, it's your job to remind them. Let's get started. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude Podcast. What's up, everybody? We heard some major news in the last week and a half, give or take, and people are freaking out. Um, why are you freaking out? I wouldn't be freaking out. The only, actually, the only way I would be freaking out about what about Zillow buying showing time is if simply you believe Zillow has a better um, offer than you. And what we're going to dedicate this show to today is going to be, how do you compete? Because there's so many different ways. And I'm in these Facebook groups and I'm like looking at some of the comments that some of these agents are, are, are writing. And they're like, they're, they're saying like, fuck it. If you can't beat them, you might as well join them. And some of you guys are already like throwing in the keys, no pun intended, but literally just being like, hey, all right, Zillow, you got me. There's no way I can even compete. And I have to ask you why? Like, what do we really sell at the end of the day? And it's not houses, folks. So I want you to walk me through what it is that we're selling because I don't believe we sell real estate. I believe we sell confidence. I believe we sell investments and I believe we sell security. What we're gonna do today is focus on number one, um, how you compete against this because in, in hindsight, I'm looking at it and I just see opportunity um, literally everywhere. And, um, those of you that, um, you know, relied on Zillow for business or any of these other parties, um, you're not running a business. You're just a salesperson chasing a check. So I want to go through, and we're going to talk about a lot today, and it's going to be just here with me today. But before we do, let me go ahead and tell you guys a little bit about our bootcamp that is coming up on March 2nd. Uh, this is something that I believe that the way you're going to compete against Zillow is 100% through brand. Um, I'm going to explain what I mean by that. But what we'll be doing this week or two weeks, actually, week and a half, um, give or take from time you're listening to this podcast, is we have a local celebrity bootcamp. And it literally teaches you on how to build your brand with video, anything from scripting, editing, uh, you name it. And then what we do is it's an online training as well as it's a boot camp that you can actually take. And on March 2nd through the 5th, we'll be teaching it live. And you'll also have additional um, training through our online courses. And this is the exact same content we give our employees to train them when we hire new. So go ahead and take it, you guys. The tickets are only $149. And if you're really serious about building your brand with video, you'll take me up on that offer. Um, but you can locate those directly on the site. I'll put these on the show notes. It's called the Local Video Celebrity Challenge. If you have any messages, please feel free to message me. But the point um, um, of why I'm saying all this is because the way you compete is against brand. And I understand that some people don't understand what that means fully. And it took me a while um, to understand it. So I'm going to retract and tell you from the beginning to the end why brand is so important. Now, there have been, if you guys recall, um, and I don't know how many years you've been in the business listening to the show, but if you guys recall, probably, uh, I think it was about a couple years ago now, um, maybe even a year, maybe a little less, Realtor.com came out and they just said, hey, we're going to switch to a referral model. We're no longer um, selling zip codes. And then Zillow went sort of that same route and, and all of the above. And I have a lot of friends that used to invest a lot of money with Zillow, a lot of money with Realtor.com and all of those portal sites. And we've seen a fundamental change 
with their own business models. And collectively, here's what they're doing. They're like, fuck it. I'm not going to sell leads to real estate agents anymore because the truth is, is that you guys weren't calling back the leads or converting them. And you were actually hurting Zillow's brand a lot more. That's one of the major reasons I believe they brought it all in house. But my point being is that if you are 100% dependent for your business, your sources of business on outside entities, sites, and shit you don't own or you don't control, you're not running a business. You are a house of cards waiting to fail. And it's just a matter of time to one change like that does. I can't tell you how many people, um, and I don't know how much it affected them, but I could just, I know for a fact, when people were responding and relying on Zillow for 80% of their business, like you're screwed when they make a simple change. So the number one rule um, that I want you to get out of this show, first and foremost, is that you should never be reliant upon something you don't own, you don't control, that is for your business. And the only way you will ever own and control your lead sources is when you build the damn brand to become what people come to. And that's the whole importance of content creation. Because the giant game, this is a giant game of attention. Um, in my opinion. So point being is that when you have your own brand and people know who the hell you are, if Zillow does this, if Zillow does that, if Realtor.com does this, if whatever happens, it doesn't fucking matter. And the reason is because you control your own destiny. Okay. Now I look at all of these, like competition's great. You guys, people are scared of Zillow. I love Zillow because the truth is that they make us step up our game and what I want to walk you through is a model that I believe the entire industry is going to go to. And I think in five years from now, if we come back and listen to this show, you're not going to be like, Mike, you're psychic. Everything I've been saying for the last five years has come true. And it's not because I'm sitting here like some kind of psychic. I just saw what the hell Zillow was doing. Zillow was leveraging us. We built a giant beast and there's no one to blame other than us and probably NAR, to be honest with you. I still don't know what the fuck a NAR does for us. Please, someone tell me. I don't even know the purpose of what it is. But whatever. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a club, I guess. Um, here's my point. If you control and run your own business through brand, you'll never be reliant on anything outside circumstances, regardless of which they do, is my point. Okay? Now, I want to go back and really dial into what I mean by competing against brand, because I understand from the outset, if you're not a branding expert or any of this stuff, you don't really know what I mean by that. And we know what Zillow's doing. Zillow wants to own from contract to close the entire damn process. And what they're doing is I want to analyze the whole, we're going to start by the Zillow offers thing. Okay. And these are all iBuyers. This isn't just Zillow. Okay. You have many iBuyers. You guys have Sunday. There's a lot of competition. Everyone's going for the realtors commissions. So how does a realtor fight back? You do it through brand. You do it through the personal relationship you have with your sphere of influence, your database and your local community. You do it through presenting multiple options that they're doing. Let's just make our sexier. It is my opinion that every single real estate agent in the damn country needs an instant offer. What do you think Zillow's doing? Do you think like any of these iBuyers, what are they doing? Do you think that every deal works out for them? Just take a regular real estate investor. You see a real estate investor, um, one of the only ways to generate seller leads 
is through saying, I'm going to buy your house and you're going to save commissions and buy it as is close fast. And it's an easy deal. You're selling convenience. And the reason why real estate investors are so good at generating leads is because they put their offer in front of the right segment. They're putting their offer in front of people that need to sell their houses fast. But my point is, is that this instant offer is going to be useful for a certain side of the population. And no, highest and best price is not always what people want. Perfect example. Hey, I sold my house. And if I don't sell my existing, I already bought a house. If I don't sell my existing house within like 10 days, I'm going to lose my earnest money and my wife's dream. I don't know about you guys, but I am not risking that. Or, hey, I'm in foreclosure. I lost my job due to COVID and I don't really have any equity in the house. What am I going to do? Or I inherited a property um, from my dad and he didn't maintain it for the last 10 years. And if I list it on the market right now, there's no way in hell this is going to pass FHA inspection. There's a lot of circumstances that people, because if these investors in your market, we all know a couple. And if you don't get to know one now, because you need to partner with them ASAP. And the truth is, is like, why can't you work together? Okay. If Zillow's presenting an offer or an iBuyer's presenting an offer, whether it's Open Door, Sunday, whatever the hell it is, why can't you match that offer? The number one thing I'm doing right now is I'm saying, who has the highest net? Is selling your house to an iBuyer a good idea? Hey, did you know about these undiscovered hidden fees? I don't know, something along that, because if you really look at all of the iBuyer, like I haven't actually seen a closing statement, but I've seen a lot of cool marketing pieces of people literally comparing side by side what the difference is between selling with an agent versus selling to one of these iBuyers. And these fees that they're disguising, many times from how I understand it, is they're more expensive than the commissions that you're you're doing. So how do you compete against brand? 100% relationship. Think about how people work. Would you want to sell to the big, bad, evil corporate empire? Or would you rather sell with an individual that's going to be very attentive to each of your needs and give you a concierge-like service? You see, at the end of the day, if I'm hungry, I could go out and get two totally different experiences. And let's just say, because I'm Mexican, we're going to talk about tacos. That's what I like to do. So if I'm hungry and let's just say it's lunchtime and I just need to get something to eat. Like I'm starving. I haven't eaten like eight hours. I'm just gonna go to a quick taco stand, buy three tacos, maybe spend about 10 bucks. Did the trick, filled in, filled my belly and all that. But after work hours, maybe I want to take the team out to get some tacos, but I also want to get some margaritas and share the experience. The exact same meal might taste a little bit different, but at the end of the day, it's the same shit. I'm still filling my stomach. The difference is the experience in what I'm trying to get. It's the value being exchanged. So I'll gladly go out and spend $150 on the same damn tacos just because I'm going to have a margarita with it. I might get some rochata and all of the above. It doesn't mean I'm getting ripped off, does it? I could equally go to two different hotels, the Ritz-Carlton or the Holiday Inn. Both places provide a place for me to sleep, but it's what my experience and what I'm looking to experience is the difference between which option I'm going to choose. Folks, if you're a listing agent right now and your only option is, hey, I could sell houses. Great. And this is my way or the highway. You're going to be out of business. We have to sell through options. One of those options is an iBuyer, 100%. The truth is that they're not even going to take the deal nine times out of 10. As long as it makes the phone ring and it gives you a USP or a value add, what do you now have that any of these iBuyers don't? Great. You match their offer. Okay, let's continue to go on. So first step, Find an investor. There's a million of investors out here, man. 
these guys and gals are just great. They're great at sourcing deals. And once you create a good relationship with one of them, don't you think that they're going to buy more than one house a year? I don't know about you, but I'd rather work with 12 people who buy three houses a year than work with 36. Same math at the end of the day. Work smart, folks. And investors, and you guys should now no longer friction. You guys got to team up because you guys are both competing against the same corporate empires. You see, at the end of the day, they're going to have listings for you and vice versa. But their instant offer gives you another USP that most of your competitors don't have, but every iBuyer does. Brand, folks. Brand. A couple, uh, one of the best books. Um, I don't know where actually where I read this. I'd like to say as a book that Daniel Pink wrote. If you don't know who he is, follow him. He's awesome. Um, really good author. But he talks about what CarMax did in the industry. And honestly, the way I see, um, like CarMax to me is the whole car industry was changing, right? And CarMax was the reinvention of used car sales to compete back against that. So let's just look at the similarities in our markets right now. And let's talk about that. Because look at what CarMax did. I sold my car through CarMax when I was still in Chicago and it was the best damn experience I've ever had. I'm like, I will never go anywhere else regardless because it was easy. I didn't get the whole like used car salesman experience, um, stuff like that. And you see what they did is they flipped the script. Used car salesman, that term, it came from somewhere, didn't it? So here's what their service model is. Typically, when you go to a used car dealership, here's what you would expect to experience. You would expect to be only limited to the number of cars they have on that lot. You'd expect some guy in a wrinkled shirt and a tie to come over and try to close you on something. Well, what CarMax did was flip it on its head. Instead, they started saying, listen, we're going to have a nationwide inventory. We're not going to have an inventory issue. We're going to connect with all these different cars. And if the car's not here, guess what? They could, we'll ship it here to them. So that took care of the inventory issue. Number two, sales guys, you guys are no longer selling your survey. If you ever go into a CarMax, you're going to realize that there's a ton of um, computers that have Kelly's Blue Book, which is a car uh, pricing uh, formula or like uh, publication, if you will. And they basically, their salespeople are not salespeople. The salespeople are now trained to serve and help people consume and analyze the information that they're being presented with from the computers. And then they give them the options and let them decide, hey, which car would you like to do? You can do this one, you can do that one, you can do this one. It doesn't really matter. This is just my opinion. Such a more effective way to sell, sell through options. Why did CarMax take off? Well, that's why. The experience, the options. I don't care if CarMax would charge me a couple more bucks. I'd rather do it because I could do it all in one shop. Time is money, folks. So how do we compare this to the real estate industry? Okay, great. Let's take the listing side. Well, one option is an instant cash offer for you. Great. What else you got? Well, you guys, we need to learn next how to maximize people's investments. People are not hiring you to go out and list the home on the MLS and put a sign in the yard and wait for a buyer to come. That is now what Zillow is going to be doing, which means you need to step up your fucking game. People aren't hiring you to freaking sell their house. They're hiring you to solve their problem with their house. Quit being a salesperson and start being a damn problem solver and watch what happens. You see, if I'm an agent still right now, what I am doing is I'm building a program or somewhere along the lines that's going to help people flip their own homes. Compass created concierge 
for a reason, folks. If you're unfamiliar with what Compass's concierge service is, what it is, it's basically they allow people to fix up their property before they list it so they, they can execute on top dollar. So for example, this is real life. Every single day, you guys know this, when you take a listing, here's what really happens. Hey, sir, guess what? Your house is only worth $500,000. And the reason for that is because you have shag carpeting, um, gross countertops, and your toilet seat is pink. And I understand if you want to sell it for $550, but I'm just telling you where the market's at. The truth is, Mr. Seller, if you want to sell it for $550, I need to put about $3,500 into the bathroom. I need to put about $5,500 in the kitchen. And then I need to paint. Then I need to stage. The problem with that, sir, is that, you know, I estimate that if you invested about $12,000 into your property, well, guess what? Um, I could easily sell it not for $550, but more like $575. Does that deal sound good to you? I have a cash offer here for $500,000. I could sell for $575, but here's what we have to do to get there. I don't know which option works best for you. Mr. Seller, nine times out of 10, is going to say, hey, guess what? I don't have the money to fix up the house. Great. Guess what? I do. What do you think concierge is? Effectively, I just presented three options. One's my cash offer. Okay. Second one is I'm going to help you stage and fix up your house. We all need to be experienced in, in cosmetic <laughs> slight rehabs. Like we, an agent should be able to intelligently look at a property and be like, look, here's what it's worth in this condition. But if you would have this, 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 and that cost roughly X amount, I could easily sell it for this. We need to be experts at our trade because give me a, somebody who approaches a listing that way. I'm going to give you 7% of the commission on the listing agreement all damn day because you're justifying the value. Do you really think I care what you charge me if you're helping me net another $50,000? If you charge me another point or $3,000, you think I'm going to give a shit? No, because I solved your problem or you solved my problem. Options. Options is the future of our business because it is no longer. Here's a listing agreement. This is what we do. It's Here's one option you could take. Here's another option you could take. And then if that doesn't work, maybe we could do this option. This option is gonna net you this amount. This option is gonna net you this amount, but you're gonna do it fast. And then this option will be about this, but it's gonna take the longest amount of time, which is the best solution for you, Mr. Seller. Folks, that is exactly how we compete against these iBuyers because remember who the first point of contact will always be. The vast majority of business is still done by real estate agents to the tune of 88 and 89% of buyers and sellers worked with the real estate agent throughout their transaction. And the reason for that was really simple. People are making the largest financial investment. They don't want to do it blindly. If you don't believe me, how many of you guys want to invest in crypto right now? We know crypto is going up. We know it sounds really damn good, but guess what? We're like, which coin do I buy? I mean, should, if I'm going to invest 5K into crypto, I'd gladly pay someone $500 to $1,000 to tell me which one to buy if I don't know what the hell I'm doing. See, the only time people think, uh, people only care about price in the absence of value. Just like I wouldn't go spend $150 in a taco stand that I can't eat margaritas. I can't have margaritas with it. There's a reason why the prime restaurants with the views charge premium pricing. So what can you do to premium your business? Think about that. There's quite a bit because the brand is truthfully you. 
And the more people who know what you do, 78% of people will reach out to you first. 78% of people close with the first agent they met with. What does that tell you? I want to be the first damn person they meet with. Start becoming a problem solver immediately. Adapt that into your business and come up with options. And you match every single offer that our competition puts against us and you do it on a personal level and your personal brand will outbeat the corporate empire every single time in my, in my advice, in my opinion. So folks, this whole thing about this, Oh, the end of the world. We got showing time. Who gives a shit? There's going to be another showing time. That's going to be creative. Competition is the basis of our economy and our country. Like when people compete, consumers win. When banks compete, you win. Remember the lending, I think it's lending tree that has that tag, it's a great tagline. Um, Because it's true. What does this force us to do? We have to compete, but I will tell you what is not going to happen. And the truth is your broker probably isn't gonna do this for you either because they're, they're the blockbusters today of yesterday. Think about your brokerage and where you're at right now. Think about like, what are they doing to really help you succeed? Are, they, are you in the right environment to compete? Well, it's really all a broker's job is today. It's not to generate you business. It's to make your business easier to run. So don't worry about this kind of stuff. There's actually more opportunity because some of you will take what I just said Put it into action and the unique selling proposition that you just built not only will compete against the i buyers but it'll also compete against every other agent in your market which is your second source of competition as you know so don't overthink this stuff go back to the drawing board why should a seller work with you why would a buyer work with you over a rebate company People only complain about price in the absence of value. And the absence of value is when you don't provide enough. Folks, thank you for listening to this episode. If you guys want to take me up on my offer, I mentioned it earlier, join the local celebrity um, video challenge. Uh, I'm going to give you guys everything I have. From scripts to training and everything you need, this is the same training we take our employees through. And if you guys are interested in how you build a brand with video, um, I encourage you to take it because I'm going to give you everything I got and you're going to see exactly how it is. The only time video doesn't work is when people don't like you, but video is not lead generation. It's a brand building thing. And I believe it's going to be central and crucial to build your brand with video going forward, just because 90% of the content is now video. So folks, if you're not marketing yourself with video, someone else is, and they're going to be taking your place. This is a giant game of attention. Own the attention, you own the market, you own the attraction. And most importantly, once you have attention, you build a brand. Thanks for listening, guys. Appreciate you guys. Follow me on, uh, leave us a little review here. Follow us on uh, YouTube, uh, social media, Facebook, IG. We are starting our TikTok channel. And I hope to see you guys join the challenge. Visit our website, look at our products and services and look for the advanced training tab and you'll see it right there. Thanks for watching another episode of The Real Estate Marketing Dude. I'll talk to you guys later. Peace. 
Thank you for watching another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude Podcast. If you need help with video or finding out what your brand is, visit our website at www.realestatemarketingdude.com. We make branding and video content creation simple and do everything for you. So if you have any additional questions, visit the site, download the training, and then schedule time to speak with a dude and get you rolling in your local marketplace. Thanks for watching another episode of the podcast. We'll see you next time.